welcome to another episode of Motherhood Adventure. I am Jessica, your host for this episode, and it wouldn't be much of an episode without my co-host, Aaron here. Hey, everybody. So it is 11 o'clock here, ladies, for recording this evening because our sweet kiddos have finally conked out. And why is it? I know, I know. (laughs) But why is it? That they can be such little stinkers throughout the day, but that the second they fall asleep, you just want to just smush them and love on them. Ugh, I know. It's so unfair. Hudson's the cutest when he's asleep. Like, yes. I'll just watch him on the baby monitor and I'm like, oh, look at his face. <laughs> so cute. So stinky. I mean, as far as being stinkers go, though, like, today was no exception. I have a very imaginative six-year-old whose exuberance for life is just like, it's unparalleled. And when mommy needs to rein it in and bring her back down to earth, it is met with a lot of, um, how do I put this? Resistance. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to lay it down for you, the term, I hate you, is becoming much more commonplace in her vocabulary. I want to say that it's been probably over a year since that phase or that phrase has joined our little family. And though it's like that awkward aunt or uncle that like stops by unannounced and you want to shoo them on their way, you can't. So you just invite it in and you sit with it for that uncomfortable amount of time until you can just send it back on its way hoping that it'll be a bit longer before it decides to stop by again. Erin, I know you've got a sweet little tyke at home. Have you had to deal with that I hate you experience yet? Not yet, thankfully, but I know it's coming. I I do have, I mean, he expresses his frustration for sure. He does say, I'm angry with you, mom, but he hasn't told me that he hates me yet. But I know it's coming and I don't know how my tender little heart is going to take it because <laughs> I just, I don't know how I'm going to cope with that. So I'm really excited to hear what you've come up with for today. I love how you're like preparing not to be able to cope with it because I mean, maybe I'm just like this emotionless drone, but when my daughter said it to me for the first time, my reaction fell into like the, I'm not surprised category. And it's not because I'm giving her reasons to hate me y'all. I just feel like it's a thing that all parents get to experience, you know, which is probably hence my lack of surprise. I mean, I'm pretty sure I uttered those same words to my mom. I mean, Erin, can you deny not feeling the same way to your mom? Wow, you didn't even swear me in on the stand, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I have definitely uttered those words to my mom a few times when I was younger. Shout out to my mom in case you learned how to listen to a podcast and you're listening to this. Right. Love you. Didn't mean it. Real sorry about that. (laughs) You were a part of my growing up process. (laughs) So yeah, the shock wasn't there. But I mean, what I found interesting when this happened was like my lack of preparedness and how to handle that situation or how to behave when those words came out of her mouth. So uh, after that experience... I did some research to fill my mental bag of tricks for the next time around. So there are quite a few places that I enjoyed learning this from. So feel free to check out our show notes because I follow some pretty amazing people. 
so you should too. <laughs> so I guess before we get started, Aaron, since you haven't had to deal with him saying it, how do you feel like you would probably react to that situation? Well, I mean, currently most of the time when I receive a highly emotionally charged response from him, I try to help him evaluate where those feelings are coming from. And so I'd probably start there. I mean, I guess I'd start there if I'm not like bawling my eyes out from him telling me he hates me. So help me to like toughen my skin because I'm sure that's not good if I'm like bawling over in the corner that he said it. So all right, Jessica, give me everything you got. Aaron, it's okay to ball in the corner. They're just feelings. They're just feelings. Okay, so maybe I should talk about like the reactions that you probably shouldn't have. Maybe that'll help. If I give you a list of things not to do. Let's do it. Maybe we can get, yeah. Ready to take notes. Okay, so I feel like there's this huge temptation to punish them from having that freedom of saying those words. And maybe we'll talk about like, you know, why would you want to punish your kid for using their freedom to tell you okay well I hate you and you just want to punish them for it you can't say that to me I'm your mother you know I'm going to take away friends for a week for daring to say words to me how dare you make me feel uncomfortable even though you're feeling uncomfortable does that make sense like thinking about it Are you really truly being like a safe place or an adult in that situation? Because when I just said it, it did not sound very adultish to me. (laughs) I think the whole idea is that you should probably not let your emotion rule their emotionally charged moment. And so I like that you're kind of emphasizing that. Yeah. Or even the temptation to like say it back to them, you know, meeting yelling with yelling. I hate you. Yeah, well, I hate you too. (laughs) You know, like, what does that solve? (laughs) What is like, I mean, I bet you would probably just love to say it because I'm sure like if you guys were having a shouting match in your head, you're probably like, well, right now, hate is a strong word, but I really, really, really (laughs) don't like you. Which I love that song, by the way. Your fan club. (laughs) (laughs) Or. Let's see. There's that temptation of like showing your lack of care, you know, like I hate you. Yeah, I don't care. Which to me, it's like, I don't care that you're having emotional thing. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about you. Like, that's just kind of sad. Yeah, that does make me a little sad. Yeah. Or even sarcasm because I play heavily in the sarcasm I was like, yeah, I just the whole like. Not join in your fan club either. <laughs> I know. Cool. That would be me. <laughs> yeah. I definitely fall into the sarcasm category because I'm sure in my head when my daughter's like, I hate you. I'd be like, yep. I do all the chores around the house and clean up around you just so you can hate me. That's right. Or, or you know, something like that. I just don't see how that's really healthy either. Turning their expression of emotional disruption into a joke. Agreed. Or even like over explaining yourself to try to prove to them like all the reasons why they can't hate you. 
GMC based stretch marks. <laughs> exactly. And they're Jessica, like, first of all, you're Mom. seriously going to take that away from me? I have been waiting <laughs> years for this opportunity. And here you are just ripping it away. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying that you can't do this. I'm just saying it's unhealthy. <laughs> but you let me know when you decide to do that. And you tell me how it turns out. Okay. I'll, I'll save it for something else. I'll just keep that card <laughs> in my back pocket for later. Yes do it but make sure you also keep another card in there that says tell Jessica how this experience went (laughs) (laughs) well now that we've gone through that list I think it would be a good idea to talk about like maybe there are some reasons behind why they're saying the term like I hate you or I mean it doesn't even have to be the words like I hate you you know you're the worst I wish you were dead like pretty much anything unkind I mean if you think about it What they're saying probably has very little to do with you as a person, like at all. I think for the most part, they could just be feeling stressed or emotional and they just want to let everything out. Just let it all out. Feel their feelings. Yell at something. I feel like all of us kind of have those same moments as well where we just want to punch a pillow or eat a gallon of ice cream or something. We just have it in different ways. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think that we all have those moments where we let things just build over time. And then a lot of time, the wrong person just pulls the pin on that grenade and everything is unleashed on them, even though that was very unintentional. And I think we have to remember that's not just a grown-up emotion. That cycle happens to kids as well, where they may be unloading, but it's not necessarily all directed at you as a mom. There are times where I feel like my younger son probably maybe even just says it because his his older sister says it. And I don't even think he understands like what he's even saying. He hasn't said like the words, I hate you yet, but that's not fair. is <laughs> really huge in his vocabulary, <laughs> even though he has no idea what fair means. <laughs> so I feel like maybe even those really young, young kids are just picking up words. And sometimes you just got to laugh in your head with it like oh that's so cute until they you know turn it against you but sometimes they say those hurtful things because they're starting to like test those waters they want to see if by saying something they can make you feel bad and therefore give in to what they want maybe they don't like the rules or the routines or the boundaries that you're setting in place or they're too busy romanticizing their friends' parents because they don't see their friends' expectations that are put or placed on them. Heck, sometimes I think they're even just like tired or hungry because I don't know about you, but I definitely get hangry. I might not say like hurtful things, but I definitely get a little grumpy when I haven't eaten anything for a while. (laughs) Oh, I say hurtful things. I'll own that. (laughs) (laughs) You do not want to see this girl hungry. Okay, I will always keep like a little snack (laughs) snack in my pocket when I'm around you (laughs) I mean maybe they're even just like feeling threatened and all they want to do is like protect themselves and so they just automatically build up that wall or heck they just might even want attention but they don't know how to ask for it in a different way they're just not mentally capable of saying you know mom I really need you right now I'm just not sure how to ask you for it So I'm going to blow up about it instead. Yeah, I think that those are all, I mean, almost every instance I can think of falls within one of those categories. And I think it's important to remember 
those categories can easily combine, you know, wait till you get a kid that's hungry and tired and they don't like their boundaries or they just feel like (laughs) the neighbors would be much better parents or whatever it is. You know, (laughs) I think anytime you start to mix and match, it's, it's a deadly game. So yeah, that is so true severe consequences so I mean as I look through this list it's kind of interesting because I think we can at times maybe not really think through the complexity of what our kids are feeling but as I'm going through this list I'm like man you know I feel all of these things a lot of times I let all of the stress that's coming from all these different places lash out on somebody and a lot of times I may kind of test boundaries or I may not be happy about the routine that's in place or I may see somebody else's situation and be upset about that. Definitely get hungry and tired. Um, I think we can all feel threatened and defensive. And I think all of us tend to at some point feel like we just we need somebody. And sometimes even when we have the skills to ask for help, it's just hard. So I love that these are things that we all probably feel on an adult level too. Yeah. I feel like we just are able to process those emotions, hopefully in a a little bit more of an adult way, but we still feel the same feelings. We've just grown up with them and maybe kind of learned to vocalize them a little bit better than say somebody who's like six like my daughter or even somebody that's just starting to learn out learn how to vocalize them you know 10 11 12 whatnot yeah I think the important thing is whether it's our child or whether it's ourselves we take the time to evaluate where that's coming from what could be influencing their behavior our behavior where could this the hate where's the hate coming from yeah where's the hate coming from and where's the love that we can implement it back in which is the perfect segue, thank you, Jessica, (laughs) into the next portion of like what we can do, what our responses can be when we're fed the hurtful words of like, I hate you, you're the worst, I wish you were dead, you know, those types of things. And from my sources, like I said, check out the show notes. One thing that we can do is to be a safe space for our kids. You get to be the calm in their storm. So be calm and breathe. Just breathe through it for a minute. Make sure you're the calm one so that you have a clear mind and are able to process, like we said, maybe they're feeling this way. Try to evaluate, try to try to look past the outlash. And heck, if, if you are not able to calm down, I mean, maybe find a little place and just say, mama needs a timeout for a minute and then I'll come back and we'll discuss this. And then come back when you are calm and try to see past that outlash. Maybe even put yourself in the position like you did earlier when you talk about how you felt or maybe when we were younger and how we felt when there was a boundary set and we didn't like it or those past outlashes that we might have had with our own parents. I love that. I think another thing that you can do is like really make sure that you get on their level you know, kneel in front of them, sit next to them, have them sit on your lap in a hug and just make sure that they feel like they're like on equal ground. This is a conversation. They're being talked with, not talked at. Keep your responses brief 
sometimes they're still in that calming down process and their logical mind isn't working quite yet. So don't give them like a full on talking to, but open it up with like, I'm sorry that you're feeling this way. Or, you know, it's okay to feel angry. Our words aren't for hurting though. So can you tell me how you're feeling in a different way? And hopefully, you know, for teenagers who can better express themselves, fingers crossed, they might be able to actually do that. I know. We don't have teenagers yet, but train them now. I feel like sometimes teenagers talk less than toddlers for crying out loud. It's like, can I, can I get more than a two word sentence from you? We've got to interpret those grunts. That's what it is. (laughs) But yeah, I think if you start off with like, our words aren't for hurting. So can you tell me how in a different way and kind of open up a conversation once you're having that conversation and you guys are starting to talk, maybe they'll open up about how they feel about having that specific boundary or a responsibility or, you know, mom, I'm just really stressed about this and that and use it for an opportunity for bonding. Be clear though that sometimes boundaries are put in place for their safety because that's just a rule in your family and let them know that the words that they said and the choice that they made it didn't solve anything and it didn't change anything. So what good does that do? But when you actually sit down and you communicate with me and we're able to have a conversation, that's the thing that helps. And I think that reinforces the fact that like maybe try to use your logical mind and converse with me about how you're feeling rather than just turn it into an outlash or an outbreak of hatred. So you caused Mama Erin to have a breakdown in her closet. (laughs) It's true. The crying closet. (laughs) We all have a special closet, right, ladies? (laughs) Yeah, I really like all of those. Yeah. And I think after you talk about how you could both like handle the situation better, move on past it. Like you had the conversation. Great. Let's move on. And always, always, always. Always reaffirm your love for them. I think for me, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, you had that I hate you moment, but I love you no matter what. Give them a hug, especially teenagers. I mean, like I get the opportunity to hug my kids like a million times a day, but I'm worried that what happened with me growing up is I don't know if I got as many hugs when I was a teenager. And so maybe teenagers out there just need a lot more hugs. I agree. I got like special occasion hugs, like great graduation, way to spend 12 years in school. Here's a hug. (laughs) Or a a good old pat on the back. (laughs) Yeah. But I think think they're needed. They're not going to come out and ask, but they're needed. Hug your kid today. Yeah. I mean, if they're asleep like our kids are because it is late, maybe not right now, but tomorrow morning, just out of the blue, just give your kids a good squeeze because they just need to be reminded of how much you love them I mean it's not a one and done thing with every age comes different situations and difficulties but having your kids know that you can handle your own emotions and their big emotions and see past those I hate you words because I don't know how my mom reacted when I say the words I hate you but I get to know how I get to react when my kids say the words, I hate you. And so I'm going to show up as the parent that I wish that I had or the parent that I know that I want to be. So 
If you also have any tips or tricks that have helped you or any questions that you might have, we would love to support you. Closet sob stories. (laughs) Yes, any of those. We would love to support you where we can. Please send them our way. Good luck out there, mamas. They're hurtful words, but they're not about you. And we've all got this. We want to be a part of your adventure too. So submit your topics, questions, or silly stories to us at motherhoodadventurepod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Become part of our mom tribe by following us on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a mess-filled mom moment. Thanks for joining us through our journey of tantrums, triumphs, and teamwork. Till next time.